what is up everyone welcome to the fight like hell podcast episode 42 we're coming to you on a tuesday december 14th 2021 in case you're listening in the year 2097 and you're confused which episode we're on we actually have a very inspiring guest today a dear close friend of both of ours mr spencer i actually don't know your last name now that i think about if it. if you can read it's on the screen <laughs> Oh shit! It's right there. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, like, <laughs> it's his tag and everything. Like that's yeah. his Instagram handle. Like everything. Come on, Rob. Well, well we all know Rob. I don't read. So yeah. shitty friend. Shitty oh, friend. Dude. Oh, we can wow. get into shitty friend. Let's, let's introduce Spencer first. That way we can see. Super close people... friend that I have no idea what his name is. Who the fuck he is? <laughs> Oh uh, well, Spence. fun, fellas. Thanks for having me, D- dude. We're we're stoked to have you, um, Austin. How you doing today? Good. How you doing? Um, doing all right. And I'm just excited to have Spencer on, just because of the fact that uh, we'll get into Spencer's backstory here in a sec. But just a little tidbit: we've known Spencer probably over a year now, just over a year long. We met through social media. We've dated a little bit on and off and um, <laughs> Spencer has a, a really fucking awesome podcast that one of us listens to all the time. The other person yeah. is far, far fucking behind. This, And so we forgot to say our, our sponsor for this episode, you know, send butter. Yeah. Send you butter. Know it. Let's go. Fellas. Let's, Let's go. go. I should have butter shirt. God damn it. I have, yeah, I should have too. Gosh. All right, stop the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Spencer, Uh, introduce yourself, though. Like, tell some of our listeners who who you are. Yeah, right on, dude. Well, thanks again uh, for having me, fellas. Uh, My name is Spencer Kirksey. Um, I, uh, man, where where to begin on a backstory? Um, Just a uh, short summary. A short summary. Uh, I'm the co-host of Potty Mouth, the podcast, my buddy, Paul Fogato. and uh, I'm also the co-owner of uh, my own apparel company uh, called Send Butter. Uh, and I've uh, met up with these guys just like all of us do here now with social media. Uh, it's the new uh, it's a new dating app, heterosexual thing <laughs> only, only. Uh, but uh, you know, it, it's it's been really cool to. Uh, I, I I say this all the time. I've met so many cool people through social media. And uh, if you were to tell me this 20 years ago, like this is the kind of the way you're going to meet rad people, uh, I would uh, I would think you're lying. But here we are. Um, so, again, stoked to be here. Um, let's, let's get this party started. All right. Let's get into Cheers, it. Fellas. Cheers. Yeah. Let, let me crack one. Mm. Austin, did you get anything? I mean, not alcoholic, but no. <laughs> You're oh, such okay. A bitch. Okay. Mom, you're not gonna want to listen to this episode, by the way. <laughs> yeah, this is definitely especially this is definitely gonna go off the rails. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Come on. Whenever I'm invited to something, it always turns out. Oh yeah. Shit at the end. Oh yeah. But, when I saw, yeah. <laughs> what are you drinking right now? Uh, well, shout out Sisterdale Distillery. Got a little bourbon yeah. over here. A little 90, uh, 93.4 percent. This is their white label, dude. I shoot content for them. That's something else I can tell a little bit about. Is um, I uh, I I pretty much was in the world of education for ten plus years as a teacher, and then uh, COVID hit, and I uh, I got axed. I was in the first wave of getting axed, um, 
and I was pretty unhappy for the like probably I'd say like the the last two years of that career. And uh, I said, well, fuck it. I've been super into the social media thing, super into content creation, photography. You know, growing up, never took it like too seriously. Uh, but I had been in it for like a few years, and then um, and then I just said, fuck it, let's send it. And so I started the podcast right when COVID hit, which was arguably the worst time ever to start a podcast because nobody's in the car commuting, uh, which is, <laughs> we all know is like the prime time for you. Well, at least it used to be as your prime time for listening to podcasts when you're on the road. Uh, and then I, and then shortly after that, I started my own, uh, my own apparel brand, Sim Butter. Um, and I pretty much a hired hand for agencies. I, I create content, I do strategy, uh, social media marketing, you name it. Um, it's, it's been, it's been a blessing. And, and I say this all the time uh, when I introduce myself and give my story. Uh, it's, uh, it's super wild to think that a guy who did all the things right in college, when I, when I mean, what I mean by that is, you know, I got the degrees, I got a job that was directly in my field. And then flash, you know, fast forward 10 years, uh, and I'm in marketing. You know, so it's super weird how everything uh, played out, but, and there's a lot of bad shit that happened during all the lockdowns with COVID and everything, but um, I'm super, super grateful. It's definitely a blessing in disguise. Yeah, absolutely. And um, we'll we'll definitely get into a lot of detail on your, your podcast background and, you know, your college background, because there's a couple of things I want to bring up that, you know, both Austin and I know about you, but our listeners don't. Um, one of the things that you hit on earlier, though, that I actually felt the opposite way was I found you guys during COVID and um, it was refreshing, even though you guys were kind of rambling idiots for your, your first. <laughs> I mean, so were we. Like, I think I think the first 41 episodes we've done are terrible. So, like, <laughs> one, but no. All jokes aside, like sometimes like it was it was good for my mental health to like find people that I enjoyed listening to, such as like the Joe Rogan podcast, uh, Andrew Schultz, and then even you and Paul. And it was like one of those things I had something to look forward to every single week, even though like I was locked down at my house and couldn't do anything. I was like, okay, I actually know these guys. Like I can bullshit with them and ask them about microphones and ask them about like podcast experience because we started probably like almost a year after you guys and have been learning the process from, you know, the things that you guys have achieved over time. So like, I, I would say that like your timing actually was fucking awesome in my opinion. Well, that's super humbling to hear you say that. And I, I truly do appreciate the kind words. We're still figuring shit out <laughs> as we go, man. And, and uh, I don't think we'll ever figure it all out, you know, and speaking of a, a bigger picture, but uh, the podcast has been so much fun. And uh, we've done a little bit, a little bit of a revamping as the years come into an end. Um, same kind of bullshit direction, but, uh, but, you know, you can see my background here. This is a little bit of our studio now. Um, and, uh, I'm super excited the direction we're, we're headed. We've got some really big hitters lined up for next year. We've got some great sponsors that I can't wait to announce, uh, when everything, everything's dialed in. So, um, it's really my, it, it's funny you said, like, it's, it was kind of your time to like chill out and just kind of kind of be with the boys so to speak right 
And mm-hmm. that's kind of how I feel when I'm at the court, when we, when we do an episode and I sit down, I pour myself a glass of bourbon, we turn on the mics and we just, blah, just go. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just, <clears throat> just verbal vomit, things that have been in your, your mind, things that you've been wanting to say, things that are frustrating you, things that are making you laugh. Um, and, and one of my favorite things, I mean, I enjoy like when Paul and I have our one-on-one and just bullshit, but when we can find somebody who has just got a super interesting story and they just happen to be in town or they're, you know, semi-local and they come in, sit down, hop on a mic and just bullshit, man, we've had some amazing guests come in. Uh, I, I urge everybody to go check us out. Um, there's some really, really fun guests that have, that have popped in and, and something that we kind of hang our hat on is like, we are a zero filter, zero bullshit podcast. You know, like we are going to tell, we are going to tell our story and we're going to say our opinions and whether you like it or not, we're going to say it anyway. And we're going to leave it up to you if you want to keep listening, because that's just the way, that's just the way it unfolds for us. And say, is this our podcast or yours? I mean, I don't, I don't. (laughs) How dare you? (laughs) How dare you? No, but it's, it, it speaks true. And, and as actually, before we go too deep in this, go ahead and give out your, your ads for, for everything that way, like sure. people can find send butter that way they can find you that way they can find potty mouth, all that good stuff. Sure. Yeah. So, uh, my personal handle is, uh, Spencer Kirksey official. Um, funny story. I put the official on there cause I was an asshole. Like when I had 800 followers, <laughs> it was a joke. I was, uh, bantering with somebody. I'm, I've been really enjoying like political trolling right now. I'll hop on Gavin Newsom, our terrible governor's handle and start, uh, trolling people. And someone's you like, mean oh, your best friend. Yeah. Your best well, friend. I, I thought you loved that dude. Oh yeah. my God. I want to kill you guys. That. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, so oh, coming from the guy who has official, I was like, well, it's, uh, it's a joke. It was a joke, like a long time ago. <laughs> like fuck you, man. <laughs> but then after that, we got uh, at Potty Mouth Podcast, and then we've got uh, at Send Butter, and you can find uh, Send Butter and Potty Mouth on Instagram and TikTok, and then I'm only on Instagram. So, boom. Okay. All right. Cool. All right, so the first segment that we usually do of our show is we go into weekend adventures. This is the part where Austin bores everyone, and then yeah, I excite usually. people, and usually our guests do. So, Austin, <laughs> what did you do this weekend? Uh, I did a whole bunch. What did you do? <laughs> I did a whole bunch of nothing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what you had you your... do during the weekend, bro. I'm mainly the same thing I do during the week is work on business stuff. Filling filling orders for Save Our Six and uh, yeah, vigilant and humble. Ninety percent of it is just working on business. Well, I mean, dude, I respect that, dude. I wish. <laughs> I mean, Tim Butter is going great. We're only like a year and a, like fuck, dude. It's not even two years, like a year and a half in. But I mean, you went full send. Like I've got another job, you know what I mean. But you went full send into vigilant and humble. So I mean, more power to you, dude. I'm sure you're just fucking always always doing something for that. Um, yeah. I mean, and then I have to help Rob too. So, you know. Yeah. I mean, we all know Rob needs, <laughs> needs a little bit of help. Uh, okay. I'm trying to run and, like three different businesses over here, you know, at once. And yeah. And Rob's yeah. executive assistant. Yeah. Pretty much. Pretty much. Spencer, what did you get into over uh, the weekend? Uh, so, my, so I've got a hunting tag, or uh, I should say, I have a archery only tag uh, for this year's yeah. hunting season. For late season. Uh, for late season. So 
you know, I'm in California. Don't hold it against me. It is what it is. Uh, um, this podcast is going to end right now. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a wrap. Thank you, everybody, for joining. Don't follow Spencer. Uh, <laughs> unfollow, unfollow. <laughs> um, but so California, obviously not the greatest place in the world if you're going to be an outdoorsman slash hunter. Uh, but uh, we do have some kind of cool tags where it's, and I know this probably is pretty common for everybody else, but, uh, and we have to get drawn into this tag, but it's an either sex late season tag. So we can shoot either a buck or a doe all the way up to Jan, or technically your last day of hunting is December 31st. It's hot as balls where I'm at. So it's like hunting in like August, September is a wash. Like there's really, for me, I'm like, I can think of, so many other things I'd rather be doing than sitting in, you know, sitting on a rock uh, with my bow in a hundred degree weather. Uh, so I kind of waited out. November came, man, November came and went like fucking the wind, dude. And here we are, you know, mid-December. So I've got to get cranking here. Uh, so I went out last weekend. Uh, I've been kind of peppering the spot uh, that I have in the last couple of years. There's deer in there. It's just kind of a, it's really a matter of like me, like being there right time, right place kind of deal. So that's what I did over the weekend. Went on a little bow hike, you know, did you see and, anything? Uh, uh, saw some things, but again, couldn't close the distance when you're shooting a bow, dude. And especially for me, oh, I know I'm not shooting anything over 40 yards, 50 yeah, yards, no. like 50 yards. Like it's gotta be a, that's, that's a long ways for a bow. Yeah, at least for me is I know there's some savages out there who yeah. are shooting like seven I mean, shots with arrows. I mean, we're like, not campaigns or anything. So, yeah, you yeah. Know, we I, can't I, shoot, I, you know, a hundred yards with our eyes closed. So yeah, but again, that guy makes his living <laughs> drawing a bow back. So I mean, right, that's a different different story, right? <laughs> yeah, we're, uh, we're not in the same ballpark there, but not even close. Uh, you know, hunting used to be like a huge part of my life, and it still is. But you know, ever since getting you know put on furlough, I say furlough because technically that's what it was, but I'm mm. obviously never never going back. Um, right. After that happened, started the businesses, started this completely different venture into marketing and social media management and strategy and campaigning and cr- content creation. Like, dude, my time, like I feel you, Austin. Like my time, like much to do in a day you know what i mean right and well, especially with content you, creation yeah content creation dude, content creation is takes a lot of time it takes so much time dude and don't get me wrong like i'm not trying to complain by any means because i'm super right. grateful for the work because it can go like that you know uh yeah. and that's the crazy thing about uh this this line of work is that like dude it's great when the getting's good but like it mm-hmm. can disappear with the wind oh, yeah. and uh yeah. And, and I got, I got a big scare early this year where I had a count for a long time. And then they just like pulled the plug on me on a Friday. And that was mm-hmm. like, at the time, it was a major portion of my, my monthly income. And, right. you're, and then you go, well, fuck. Yeah. So, you know, some people may crumble. Some, some people may like, well, fuck it. This isn't for me. Uh, I'm just going to go back to, you know, the quote real world or get a corporate job or fucking whatever. Oh, yeah. And I decided, well, all right, uh, let's hop on the horn and start calling people. And, you know, luckily for me, again, we go back to the social media thing. It's like, I know a lot of good people and, you know, a lot of people who are in a lot of different avenues and you start hopping on the horn, making some calls, shaking some hands. And then before you know it, you got more work than you know what to do with, you know, and, and yeah. again, it's, it's, a, it's a good problem to have, but it is this this line of work when you're a hired hand you know when you're a w9 guy like yeah, oh yeah. it is a little scary dude it can be a little scary well, it's, but... it's because 
you know, well, yeah, it's because you don't like, you don't know like necessarily where your next meal could come from. Cause you, like I said, you could be making five, six grand a month, one month and the next month making 300 bucks because exactly. you know, exactly. you don't know. Exactly. Like, exactly. <clears throat> but I was going to say, it's like, you know, I always put, you know, ingrain this in my brain where it's like, well, you know, if I got a salary job and I work for somebody, it's, you know, there's that safety net, right? There's that right. invisible safety net. It's all bullshit. It really is. I'm living proof yeah. of it, dude. I was a teacher for 10 years and I was in the first wave of cuts. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where you think there's loyalty, you think there's things that are in place that are really not in place. So you might as well be doing something you want to be doing. You know what but I mean? you also weren't an important teacher, though. You know, it's very true. You were just a PE e. teacher. I was a PE teacher, <laughs> athletic director. Fuck me, right? Like, like who gives a shit about that? No one cares and, about them. And you had uh, bashing ideologies with uh, your, your counterparts in oh, California. Dude, that that, so that probably like, didn't go well in the teacher's lounge. Oh, dude, I was the most loved slash most hated, for sure. Head of I, admin hated my fucking guts dude <laughs> she wanted to see my head on a fucking stick dude but because i was always the guy well one i was one of four males in the entire faculty okay <laughs> and i love women i'm not a fucking woman hater by any means <laughs> but when you're in south orange county it's very liberal very woo woo and here i am you know uh, a strong male figure an outdoorsman uh and definitely as as rob said definitely some clashing moments for sure with ideology right. yeah yeah so, okay so let's so now that we covered um spencer's long ass weekend backstory uh, let's go into <laughs> you rob i'm sorry is this not a podcast thing? are we not supposed to be talking right now austin no you talk too much <laughs> no no i love it i love it honestly it's it's great content um Fuck! What did I do this weekend? This um, is your fucking. I went on. Bro. I went Come on three. On, That's I what I'm here for. Though, to remind him. I went on three hikes. You went hiking with your dog. Say it. You went on hikes. I went on three hikes. I was screaming at Instagram because I actually have to get into an interesting conversation with you, Spencer, about uh -huh. Instagram Reels because it's fucking okay. driving me nuts right now. All right. So, um. I did like three hikes. I went two miles down into the canyon on uh, Sunday and did the treacherous hike back up, did about like 12 or 1400 foot elevation gain. And a lot of it is like at probably like a good 20% grade. Like it's some steep shit. Okay, um, weird flex, but I get it. All right, keep going. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, he, he just likes to flex that he lives in the Grand Canyon. <laughs> It's like no one knows. Um, <laughs> no, it, but like got outside, got to do some cool adventures. ALY, who's sleeping behind me right now, she got to get out and do some cool stuff. But here's where I'm going to segue kind of back to you because we're enjoying your conversation. So one of the things that I've observed and listening to like a, a few episodes, episodes ago you brought up something about like the algorithms and Instagram are changing to support video content, not picture content. We can't all be superstars like you with like almost 20,000 followers, <laughs> fuck. but like, get fuck like, out of here with that, dude. I've been stuck at 16,000 for literally like three years, dude. I haven't budged. 
let's just round up to the nearest five. Yeah, yeah um, that's no. a nice roundup. I wonder if you do that anywhere else, Rob. It's like, it's like four inches, but we'll call it seven. So what I've been trying to and do, we, and we wonder why he, and we wonder why Rob's single. Oh my god, dude! No, no. I hope to God my mom's not listening. To this. None of those girls used to complain why I fucked them. So like, let's, let's move on from that. God. Another another weird flex, but keep going. I like it. I think the distance is what ruined uh, a lot of those uh, relationships. The fact that they couldn't receive me uh-huh. enough. That's what, that's what, now he's just making that excuses. That's the weirdest way of putting that, receiving me. Yeah, that's yeah, That's the yeah, weirdest yeah, yeah. thing I've ever heard. But I, I'm actually into it, so keep going. <laughs> now you get to see what I put up with. It's the scotch <laughs> talking. This is not definitely a mom or dad friendly podcast. <laughs> um. Anyways... So, I spend fucking an hour and a half working on reels the other day because, like, all right, you obviously have a decent following. Um, Both of you guys do. I feel like the content that I come up with is pretty unique and pretty fucking badass. Like, the stuff that I get to see out here, people wait an entire lifetime are never. Where where do you live again? Who fucking knows where? <laughs> but anyways, like I go to all these cool places. I have really cool fucking videos. And I cannot figure out Instagram reels to save my life. Because like what I've been trying to do is I take trendy videos and I'll use whatever the the tutorial is for it. So like if it's saying like, you know, use this song and then at 1.7 seconds, yeah, you transition you. to yeah. another video. Those so are, like you're, those are you're super imp- fucking hot right now. Those kind of videos. Yeah, those those are s- exactly. But I have some that fucking scorch. And when I mean scorch, like I'm not at the level you guys are, but I'm talking about like you know five thousand, six thousand views or something like that, which isn't a lot. But then, like I put together a simple one the other night, um, going off of the the new feature that the iPhone 13 can do. It's uh awesome. Cinem- Maybe cinematic can you, mode. Can you pull it up? Can you pull it up? Because like personally, like I think this was one of my best Instagram reels I did. It was only like ten or nine seconds long, and it's it's talking about like uh it's called I don't fucking care, and it's when you're walking up with your iPhone 13 upside down, you flip it over, and then you switch it from um from photo or from video to cinematic. And then you switch to like a cinematic shot. Have you seen that yet on uh, maybe? Maybe. Uh, are you gonna pull something up, Austin? I'm yeah, yeah. Right Austin's now. gonna Austin's gonna pull it up off my Instagram. Personally, uh, I thought it was like one of my best videos I've done. It's so simple. It was so easy to upload. I was like, this is a give me because my last couple have been three k, five k, six k. Dude, I got like 500 views on it, and I think like 50 likes on it, and it that hurts a little, doesn't it? Fucking bananas! Yeah. Like yeah. I don't get it. Well, I will say, you know, people look at, oh, he's got like 16 and a half thousand followers. Oh my god, dude, my engagement, like, dude, Instagram put a fucking cock ring on my engagement, dude. Yeah, I, so I remember this video. It was a good yeah, video. Yeah, you were one of the first people to like it. Wow, and it's all about like that, all right. it's the transition, mm-hmm. like, and it goes to the beat. Can you play yeah, the audio? No, 
It's supposed to be. Oh, it's muted. There you go. Fucking care. I don't fucking care. Time. Alright, kill it. Fucking. But it's, it's sick and simple. I've video, seen dude. other ones that get like 40,000, 50,000, 100,000. Ask yourself something. Was there a hot girl involved in any of these other videos? <laughs> no. Lying? The location, though. Lying? I got a cool dog. <laughs> I don't say, and he well, and he refuses to use TikTok. So, well, dude, if you're gonna refuse to use TikTok, you're gonna be left behind, bro. I'm telling I'm you. I'm telling him. I told him that he refuses <sighs> to use it. I'm, dude, I haven't seen Austin's blow. Rob, Rob, you were one of. I wouldn't say one of our first listeners, but you've been you've been listening for a long time. How yeah. you you've been listening long enough where you know if there's any dude, I fought it <laughs> tooth and nail. I called it beta. I called it everything you could possibly call it. But now he's on there killing but, it. But <laughs> but once I realized you can do other shit on there other than really cringy dances, I was like, okay. We got something here because I'm a funny guy. There's some funny sounds. I'm pretty creative. I can figure some shit out. And I mean, I only have like, I don't know. Was it like 3,500 followers or something like that? 4,000 followers? I don't know. I really don't remember. But, uh, but again, pushing the video content idea, like TikTok, everything that you see like popping up with Instagram, like, oh, because I don't know if you've noticed. Now you can reply to a comment with a reel. Mm-hmm. You've seen that. It's all from TikTok. TikTok's been fucking doing that for a year. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. It's, everything comes from TikTok. Everything is coming from TikTok. <clears throat> and you know that Zuckerberg threw them a shit ton of cash to buy out, and they said, go mm-hmm. fuck yourself. Yeah, because they refused to sell out. Damn. Dude, I, I will say, dude, I, I have, this is really weird, but I have, I have this vivid memory of, this was literally like, I want to, I want to say it like six, seven years ago, maybe even eight years ago. And I was following this cute country girl who, you know, she was kind of white trash. She was cute, whatever. She had some funny <laughs> videos, but she kept pushing this thing called TikTok. And she was one of the first adopters dude one of the first people had to have been had to have been and she kept pushing this thing like tiktok and like oh this is one of those it's one of those things it's it's just it's it's gonna fizzle out nobody's gonna give a shit about it you know i mean i did until covid uh well i think about snapchat (laughs) think about how how popular snapchat was and then facebook again tried to buy them out they said no and then facebook buried them you know what i mean but that's not going to happen with TikTok. TikTok is no. going to keep thriving. It's going to keep TikTok's thriving. the number one. It is. It is because the only the only is. person I could see buying TikTok is honestly probably YouTube. Let's hope not, because YouTube's even worse with censorship. Oh yeah, but I could definitely see like them trying to buy TikTok. Oh, dude, I did a TikTok video on my Sin Butter, uh, and uh, involved the gun, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, like it was that. actually a really funny one. It was like, uh, hey, like my name's Sophie, blah, blah, blah. And I've got some tips and tricks for your ne- next uh, nerf battle. And I and I rack my gun. <laughs> Dude, 
suppressed to the max, dude. It had like 20 views after three hours. I was like, delete. Okay, got it. Not going right. to put that up. You know, like I'm not going to let that one ride out anymore. Uh, TikTok's got some weird shit when it comes to firearms and everything like that. Um, but anyway, video, 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 guys. You got to push the video. Don't yeah. fight TikTok. Just go. I use, I use TikTok. I use TikTok all the time. Yeah, but it doesn't blow up for you. I that one video, that one video that Luigi did for me, I posted on TikTok, and it got to two hundred fifty thousand views. That's solid. That's solid. That's really good. And dude, so I also produce TikToks for another brand. So they've like mm. hired me to do uh, TikToks for them, and getting t- and their whole marketing team, right? So like, I'm just like a creator for them, which is kind of nice. Like. But I, get, right. I also get like the back behind the scenes stuff, you know, like the behind the scenes marketing strategy stuff. Uh, and they're like recommended is five, four to five videos per day. That's so, so I actually have, so I started a sticker business like on the side oh, and shit. I use, and I use, and I use TikTok to a hundred percent like push traffic to that right and i do that i put four to five videos out every single day and i've done that for the past four months and how's it going and i'm at i'm at 12 i'm almost at 10k followers on tiktok um the and, defense and the defense yeah rest. like it's it works like if you put in the time it works yeah dude what's your like, all right all right here here's I'll, my I'll, question. T- I'll tell you later okay i need some <laughs> stickers bro <laughs> yeah i got you Okay. Okay. What are what are you guys using then for for apps to like? How long does it take you to make a video? Or am I going Seconds. about the wrong way? Like, because like I'm trying to do transitions off of like trends with like the outdoors and shit. It'll it'll take me maybe a couple minutes to make a TikTok. See, I have to go deeper. Like, I'm I'm uh I'm like thirty minutes guy. But again, like I'm taking like an hour and a half. Oh, that's probably a little. And then long. I'm not seeing the results I want. Yeah. Well, and no then wonder. He, then he gets mad and yells at me. Yeah. No, I Fuck get yeah. it. Dude. <laughs> I get it. But like, honestly, dude, you just got to keep hammering on that thing. Dude. You just got to keep pumping out content, whether it's good or not. Like, just keep pumping shit just out. Just keep going to the next one. Because they're going to reward people who are using features. They're going to reward people who are who keep consistency is key. Content consistency is key. Uh, I've got a great ambassador for Send Butter should all go check her out. Her name is Meg Riley. She's out of Austin, Texas. She just cracked. Dude, she had, she had, I I believe it was 400,000 followers on TikTok in June. She is right now to this day, like 1.4 mil on Tik. That's insane. Insane. That goes back to to tits and ass though too. No, no, it doesn't. It doesn't because she actually does straight up comedy skits. That's yeah. all she Com- fucking does. Comedy kills on TikTok. Dude, comedy fucking crushes. And she and I even told her, I'm like, kudos to you for you've got a hundred K on Insta. You've got one point something on TikTok. Kudos to you, because you have never once shown your tits and ass. Never That's once. fucking incredible. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Slow clap for her. Clap it up. Slow clap. Clap it up. What's well, like- what's her at? So like people can go find her. It's it's at Meg Riley. She's she's oh. good shit. She's a great oh, ambassador awesome. for Zen Butter. She's, she's a country girl, 
dude, she drinks Miller Rubs Lite. Goes water. DMs now. She, she's awesome, dude. She's awesome. <laughs> so, um, yeah. well, like, do you know who Selena Spooky Boo is on on TikTok? Why do I know? I feel like I know that name. Yeah, she has like 10 million followers or some okay. crazy thing on TikTok, and all she does is comedy. Yeah, like yeah. comedy kills it on TikTok. Yeah. No, it really. Like, if you does, want to be dude. funny, like that's the place to go. Like literally just like lip syncing somebody's comedy skit. Uh, yeah, and and you know you can throw in funny transitions and outfits and stuff, but like, but really, but literally that's all it takes. All it you yeah, can literally stand is. there and just lip sync something, and then it can go viral. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy, dude. It I, really, I've seen really it. Really is insane. <laughs> yeah, and you put all this like, work into a video, and then you're like, "Fuck, dude, it's such a flop." And then you see somebody else who just like just stood there, but. Again, Rob's like just, their, Rob's their algorithm, videos. their algorithm, yeah. Uh, start showing your feet off a little bit, Rob. Maybe, maybe <laughs> uh, but honestly, like their algorithm is changing every fucking four days. It, it's so hard. Yeah. So, like, I just say, like, until you can, until they decide to sit down and stick with a certain algorithm, just keep I mean, pumping content. I might, I might know a out. social media guy you can hire. Yeah, I mean, there's some guys out there named Spencer yeah, Christie yeah. official. <laughs> I like keeping my federal money and he's like, Californian though. I don't know if you want him. Yeah, yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't fund the Californians. I'll be right heavy... back though. I gotta, I gotta let Allie out real quick. I'll be back. Oh, wow. You guys can keep bullshitting. I know he's just leaving us for his dog. This is a super professional podcast. This is like when. Uh, <laughs> This is when Paul has to take a pee break, dude. <laughs> right. Okay. His, his 30 second pee breaks that he doesn't want to Dude, it's absolutely fucking insane. <laughs> it really is. Like, I don't understand how it's actually humanly possible. I don't, and, I don't and, understand and I check either. The, I check the floors. I check the ceiling. I'm like, is he just, is he just like. <laughs> Did he peeing? miss it? <laughs> yeah. Like, is he just like, as he's walking out, is there like a trail of pee as he goes out? Like, mm-hmm. no, the dude's just, I don't know. He just lays it. it for you to clean up. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much, but anyway, um, yeah. Uh, oh, to the to the podcast note, um, we're trying to cut things down because we are like at the two hour. We do. We've had pods that are like fucking. We did. We did one two parter, which I saw honest, that. Yeah. To be honest, I don't even remember the second part. I don't even remember, it, dude. We were throwing down so many drinks. That was the time that we've got a brewery out here called Brewery X, uh, mm-hmm. it's in Orange County. Uh, they're a big time brewery, huge brewery. They make seltzers also, uh, but their seltzers, not all of them, but they've got a, a collection of seltzers, 10% seltzers. That's a, that's a lot. Bro, <laughs> that's massive amounts of ABV. And uh, I remember we, we had just gotten like a package from them or something, or we'd pick some up. I can't remember because I've said, I'm pretty sure they've sent us stuff before, but uh we were just throwing these and they're oh not only are they 10 percent, they're in 16 ounce cans you're just like <laughs> of course they're not the eight fucking, ounce cans. yeah 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 they're like not even 12 ounce like 16 ounce perfect perfect <laughs> uh and we were throwing those back like they were water and dude i remember us segue they're like oh we're gonna do we gotta do a part two we gotta do a part two i'm like all right fine i remember that moment after that, <laughs> nothing else. <laughs> nothing else after that. Uh, yeah, I, I, I listened to both. To I listened to both parts of those. That was a while ago, though. That you long did time that. ago. We had uh, we had Royce um, Fonseca right. on, an amazing yeah. um, like dude. Her land. That was the chick with the band, right? 
Yeah, she she lives the band yeah. life. Her uh, she shoots like her main client. I would say is cool. You know the outdoor. Yeah, uh, the yeah. outdoor like outerwear brand. Um, and that's actually I used to shoot for cool, and so that's how she and I linked up. Uh, mm-hmm. And um, her landscape photography is is so good, so good. Yeah. But it's so funny. You think like, oh, the van life. It's got to be so great. But then, like, dude, there's a lot of fucking lonely nights, a lot of sketchy nights, you know. Right. Um, Rob's used to the lonely nights, so it's okay. (laughs) How'd it go? Is Allie doing all right? She's doing okay. I made the mistake of, like, doing that that clap, and I think it woke her up. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, so that occasionally happens on our podcast. That's, you know, one of the things you said earlier about podcasting that we actually love we kind of hate when we, well, we like occasionally doing a podcast with just him and I, but we thoroughly enjoy bringing on people who have interesting backstories. And with that being said, okay, now it's my turn. Gotta go let my dog out now. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> with that being said, let's go like a little bit more deep into your, your backstory. Cause we kind of touched on a couple things. One of the things that I didn't hear you say yet, it's one of your flexes is, uh, is your your collegiate background, man? Talk about talk about sports and stuff, man. Because you you and I are both athletes, so mm-hmm. like I have a lot of respect for other athletic people. Talk about your background in athletics. Uh, sure. Um, so I again, even before I even started playing sports, my last career, which was I thought was going to be my last career, you know, my my one and only, mm-hmm. right? Uh, I was a PE teacher, athletic director, and then I taught a slew i shouldn't say taught i coached a slew of different sports baseball being my number one i played collegiate baseball uh played it all through high school played some in college played even a year semi-professional until i hung them up for good started my coaching career uh and and got my finished up my degree uh to be a coach uh but i will say baseball being my number one football uh, was truly my number one, which I never actually technically got to play. My mom would not allow me. She wouldn't allow me. Same. Um, uh, which is funny. You play hockey though. Cause I'm like, I know, I know. She's like, you right? can't play football, but you you can go play hockey. <laughs> You're both getting absolutely slammed around like rag dolls. Right. But, um, yeah. I, I guess football is obviously a little more constant, but, uh, football, there was something that always, drew me to football that Mm. I just could never get enough of anytime it was a pickup game it was just it was on dude I loved it and so the way that I I got it was it was fairly on set but uh when I went to Cal State Northridge uh, and I don't I never talk about this I don't think I've ever actually talked about this on my podcast but uh when I was at Cal State Northridge um I had a I had a big uh I had a big buddy. His name was uh, Mike Bruckman. You know, I haven't talked to him for years, but one day we're, we're in the same age. We're in kinesiology class. Uh, we're sitting down, and he comes in. I look at him, and then I do a double take. And the dude's got this shiner like he was in a boxing match with Mike Tyson. And I go, bro, what the fuck happened? He's like, rugby. Whoa. Rugby is super tough. I'm in. I'm in. So we first start 
doing some club football out in San Fernando Valley. I'm sorry, some club uh, rugby out in uh, San Fernando Valley because there's a ton of clubs out there. They just are terrible at marketing themselves. And it, I mean, and it's rugby. Like nobody out here knows what fucking rugby is, right? It, you go, mm-hmm. you go to the other side of the pond. It's completely fucking different. It's extreme football. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> it's the way I describe it to people is that. Well, one, it's got a million fucking rules. I played it for two years and I still don't know all the rules. Uh, but it's like the cardiovascular endurance of soccer because it's literally nonstop, but it's the physicality of football. Football. Uh, because like, you know, in football, all right, play starts, you got 40 seconds, set hike, throw the pass, hand off the ball, guy gets tackled, blow the whistle. Everyone's got another 40 seconds to recoup. Dude, they blow the whistle. And unless there's a penalty called, like the, you get tackled, you just get, you fucking just get rid of the ball, and somebody picks it up, and then you start running, and then they get tackled, and they get rid of it, and somebody else starts running until a penalty is called or somebody scores. It's it's just non fucking stop. Uh, so to back up, shows me the black eye. I'm like, dude, I'm in. We start playing a little bit of club out in the San Fernando Valley, which is near uh, Cal State Northridge, uh, and then we say, you know what, dude, Cal State Northridge, they're their actual college football team disbanded in 1994. And we're like, dude, what if we started a rugby team? So long story short, we started a rugby team. And to this day, there's actually a women's rugby team still playing, totally sanctioned uh, because of what we started. So and, so you're saying you're playing on the women's rugby team, right? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. That's what I heard. <laughs> That's what I heard, too. Yeah. That you know, we started a women's, a women's rugby team. Do you uh, hide the beard story, great story, but I really appreciate that. Uh, no, uh, <laughs> no, we started the whole rugby rugby movement. We were there for two years. The, the, uh, the, the actual university fought it tooth and nail. Uh, but there was this girl who ended up popping up who would play. She was fucking bad to the bone, dude. She would play with us in scrimmages because it was like her and like maybe one other girl that would show up randomly and the rest of them was just all dudes. And she would she would bang, dude. She would go for it. Uh, and once I left, I, I checked in and they did everything. They signed all the letters. They uh, they dotted all the their eyes and they were able to actually make a women's team 100% sanctioned, 100% legit in Cal State Northridge. And it was all because we started that movement. Fuck, dude, I can't even remember what year that was. Maybe like 2000, oh man, 11, maybe, maybe. Okay. I got, I got to check myself there. But, um, but yeah, so anyway, big, big sports guy. Baseball was my number one. Football was always deep down in my heart. I got to really kind of live that out with rugby a little bit. Uh, but yeah, there you have it. What position did you play at baseball? Again, I forgot. So I'm actually left-handed. So um, I played first base, which is actually kind mm-hmm. of six foot, but I'm actually pretty short for first base. Um, mm-hmm. But I could do the splits and I could pretty much pick anything, any bad throw you could throw at me. Um, and so I uh, played first base, but then when semi-professional hit, I was like, okay, I'm left-handed. Once you get to that level, like all the first basins are 6'3", 6'5", 6'6". I'm like, I'm barely six foot. Like, there's no way I can compete with that, no matter how good my defensive abilities are. Uh, and so I decided to get on the bump, started to pitch. Uh, didn't go as great, but to give myself a little bit of a scapegoat, I'd been playing baseball for, dude, 25 years. 
at the mm-hmm. time, my heart just wasn't in it anymore. I was very half-assed, you know. I I didn't uh, I didn't give it its uh, its due diligence or its uh, its a fair a fair shake. It's probably a better saying for that. Um, do I regret it a little bit? Yeah, of course. Everyone's got a little bit of something back there, especially with athletics. I feel like. Um, oh yeah, absolutely, dude. You know, but uh, but at the end of the day, like, am I happy what I'm doing? Of course, I've got a great family. I've got a roof over my house. Uh, I'm sorry, I've got a roof over my head. Um, you know, I've got a good job, something I actually enjoy. Um, sports are always going to be a thing. Uh, but I will say, with the political climate we're in these days, like, I have tuned out a lot of professional sports. I will say that. Yeah, I mean, last year, I I got really annoyed with the whole entire kneeling thing, you know, especially being a Holy guy shit. that served in, served in combat. Yeah. And, you know, the flag means a lot to me. And here's the worst part. And I don't think I've ever actually brought this up on the podcast because I didn't want to out someone and I'll, I'll keep their name silent for now. But um, there was a group that I was a part of that was strictly set up for people that had served in legitimate combat to link up with uh, professional athletes that are getting out of the sports because both soldiers and uh, professional athletes when they're retiring kind of go through a lot where it's a big mental strain where you don't really know how to convey what you've experienced at a professional level being you know an athlete going from being watched by millions of people on the weekend to like oh shit like this career's over to whereas you know guys and girls that go to combat you know you watch your friends get killed and or you kill insurgents and you go through a lot and you come back and there's a very small portion of the population that you can talk to. I would say now with like social media, it's a lot better, but Mm -hmm. in general, it's, it's hard niche. Anyways, the group that was a part of was the group. And I know the guy that actually um, set up Colin Kaepernick to start doing the kneeling stuff. And it's very interesting to listen to from his perspective because I, I try not to like stay married to my beliefs on anything. And I, I want to hear people's perspectives before I jump down their throat. He was trying to do something respectful, but at the same time, like it's, it's not always interpreted that way. And I, I last year, the only game I watched was the Super Bowl because I, I got so sick and tired of it. And the only reason why I'm getting into this is because, um, the beginning of fantasy football this year, one of my buddies who I've been friends with for probably 20 years, screenshotted a text message that I sent to him talking about like, um, you know, I'm debating on, on doing the, the fantasy fantasy football this year, even though we had a league for eight or nine years. And he's like, why? He's like, you didn't even fucking play last year. And I'm like, dude, I started my lineup every single week but I didn't watch a fucking game. And the reason why I didn't watch a fucking game was I was tired of seeing motherfuckers kneel for the flag that I served for. I get that there's, there's unjust things going on in the world. And, you know, police brutality does matter. Like you shouldn't be beating the shit out of innocent people, but at the same time, like there's, there's a place. And during the national anthem in my heart, at least isn't that spot. So I sent him a text saying like, Hey man, like, 
people are kneeling for the same flag that like I've had to drape over coffins. So like, that's super offensive to me. So I didn't want to fucking watch. So he screenshot that sent it to this group email of people that have been playing in my fantasy league for like eight or nine years and called me a racist. And like, I know that the whole entire like thing is uh, when someone says that they're not a racist, they're like, I have black friends or whatever. There's literally like two or three dudes that are in the league that are black and like really good friends. Uh, one of them that I served with overseas and then another one that I was stationed with in Germany. And it's just, I, I guess what I'm getting at is the correlation of you saying like you stop watching sports or you don't watch sports as much Is is that part of it or a hundred percent. No, again, like I, I, I dropped that little tidbit of like, because of the political climate we're in, like, I just have a hard time. I have a hard time. Like, man, if I could, it's so hard for me to describe like Sundays, like church, dude, like yeah. have people over, light yeah, up absolutely. the fucking queue, turn on the game have some fucking beers, have some regrets, like have some good times. You know what I mean? That was my Sunday, you know? And, and to be fair, I am actually more into college sports than I am into actual professional. Um, Mm -hmm. I've just always felt like there's a little more passion, a little more desire, a little more on the line with college sports. (laughs) Um, But that's not to say like when Sunday rolled around, man, like I loved Sundays. Now I'm like, I'll throw on the game that's on. Probably not going to have people over. Um, if, you know, I'll be food prepping in the corner. I'll be trying to wrangle my one-year-old. Uh, I don't know. It, it's a combination of me not just giving a fuck anymore and uh, of just life. You know what I mean? Like priorities change um, and all that stuff. But, you know, that that whole mantra. But. Um, it definitely has a part to, to yeah. a roundabout answer to your question is it definitely has a part of, of with all the bullshit that's been happening. Um, I'm just, you know, when they've got the little things on the back of their head, you know, be the change and shit like that. You're just pandering to me. You're just pandering. You're just, you're just, you know, again, a sheep, you know, I know that's the term has been overused, but man, there's really not another way to describe what we're seeing these days, you know, you, you just, you see a lot of people just crumbling and, you know, just following what they think is the right idea, whether they believe it or not. They just think yeah. like, Oh, well, um, you know, white, all white people are racist and, you know, cops are bad and, you know, uh, black people can't be racist. Like I've experienced racism firsthand not to say that I'm like, oh, woe is me, but like, dude, I've been fucking preyed upon with racism before when in college when I was playing mm-hmm. sports, dude. Like, I I played at a JUCO uh, in uh, in Oxnard, California. It is heavy Hispanic, dude, and I love Hispanic people, dude. I I I was actually I used to dance the fucking red your song, fucking dude. heterosexual life mate is Hispanic. Who I want to bring <laughs> exactly. up next? Who I exactly. want to bring up next? But continue exactly. But just to nail that down, like, I, like, white boy in Oxnard, I was, like, one of, like, three white dudes on the team. Mm-hmm. I've experienced racism. And I'm not saying, like, everyone was racist or anything like that. But, like, 
dude, there was a lot of prejudice going on uh, between a white dude and Oxar, and you're just like looking around, and like, well, fuck, dude. Like, what am I going to do? Like, I'm not going to be a bitch about it, you know? Like, I'm not going to be like, well, all fucking Hispanics are fucking racist. No. no like, it doesn't that's... work like that. Just like, not all cops are bad. Like, you, you're going to find dickheads everywhere you go, dude. You, you're, you're trying too hard if you're just trying to find a correlation between all those things. You're trying too hard. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's no absolutes in life. Mm. You know, you, you have... You there have... are, actually. Taxes and oh. death, my friend. Taxes and death oh. will always <laughs> be an absolute. This is true. <laughs> Unfortunately. This is true. Unfortunately. Yeah, but, I just got... Until they yeah. invent the, the way you live forever. Dude, yeah. I'm pretty sure Elon Musk is on his way. Right. I think so, too. He's on his way to figure out a way, dude. We're Either that or Bezos, that. man. Let's Tomorrow, talk about the steroids that Bezos is on, please. Bezos my God. Jacked, bro. Jacked. He is fucking he's definitely jacked. jacked. I, uh, we're going to have him on eventually. Uh, <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> dude, this is how my ADD brain goes. But, like, not Bezos, obviously, but... uh. Uh, the owner of the gym that I go to, that they're very like anti-mass, anti-vax, like do whatever fuck mm-hmm. you want to do with your body kind of thing. Uh, it's called Metro Metroplex. Shout out to them, Metroplex Marietta. Um, you probably actually seen the other owner from Metroplex. I believe it's Oceanside, dude. He trends all the time on like anti anti-mandate stuff and all that, everything down that avenue. Anyway, we're gonna have him on the pod uh, probably early june early july uh early july early january um and that should be super super interesting but um anyway i don't know where i was going with with that whole metroflex thing but um (laughs) yeah here we go it's the whiskey speaking it definitely is that's just how spencer brain works like it just goes off in tangents there, yeah. there's two two things. Oh, on this, I, so. I remember, I remember now. Metroflex, <laughs> a lot of dude, a lot of a lot of roids going on in there. Because you said roids with with Bezo, like a lot of roids going in there. It totally looks like a meathead gym, but like dude, I've met so many cool people in there. Straight up, dude. Dude, our our number one podcast we had was um uh, what was it, Dave uh, Ziegler or yeah, and he's yeah. like a he's a TikTok dude. He's got what? How many followers? Like millions. He had one account that went down. Dude's like roids all the way through. Came on our <laughs> podcast was like a stand-up comic. Like he is if the funniest roids ever had. If That's he didn't awesome. do roids, you would think that he was a professional comedian. Just like the shit he was saying, and then the details he went into about being like small and hanging out with like tons of people that were on roids and how he got like introduced to roids into yeah. like, you know, working at these restaurants and just, um, it, it kind of goes back to something we were talking about earlier. It's just like the interesting people that we have on and two things I want to go on one before I forget, because the scotch is starting to hit. Um, yeah. I want to talk about your heterosexual life mate who we want to have on some other time on the podcast. Great shout out to um, Paul, but I was trying to think of his, uh, his fucking <laughs> handle. I was, trying, I was trying to think of his He's handle. He's terrible at this. Hey, terrible hey at great this. friend of mine. Can't remember his no, name. No, no, no. You're your friend. You're heterosexual life mate. But he's a good friend. So you're not his friend is what you're saying? Uh, I, I am his friend too. Alpha instincts. Alpha, the alpha instincts alpha at instinct. the alpha instinct paul 
the 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 faceless man up until recently. Uh, I would. I'm going to take full credit. Oh, shit. You know, I'm not going to say full credit. I'm going to say half credit. Mm-hmm. Myself and I believe Stacy at Reload Rub. Great people over at Reload Rub uh, out of Tennessee. We were one of the. I, I believe we were the two driving forces to actually get Paul to start showing his face around social media. Because the, when so he and I first met, is there a reason he doesn't show his face at all? I'm sure there is. Is he going to oh, okay. tell you? Is he going to tell oh, okay. you? Probably, probably not. Probably not. Oh, okay. um, I, I know he likes the mysterious. Ambig- yeah, the, we call it the cryptic, <laughs> mysterious vibe. Oh, okay. Like that vibe. Um, but it's so funny. The first time, and I don't know if this was on your uh, your questions list here, Rob. But uh, the first time that uh, Paul and I actually met. Uh, we were living in a town nearby in Marietta. He and I live like 20 minutes from each other, which makes the podcast very easy. Uh, but he rolled up to my house. He's like, hey, my wife and I were in like downtown Temecula or Marietta. I can't remember what it was. They were very close. And they're like, hey, like, can we swing by the house? Never met him before in my life. And yeah, fuck it. Sure. Like, that's just. That that's why I started send butter because it's like dude you just fucking send it and then whatever yeah. happens after that happens and of course my wife's like have you ever met this guy no <laughs> no he's a murderer yeah like you don't know if he's like coming out here with an axe I'm like calm down he's calm Hispanic down. what are you doing <laughs> he's colored <laughs> but no like he came out with his wife we had a couple beers we had a good time. Um, if you, when you eventually have him on, you should ask him about our time, uh, in Marietta where he and I sucked down and probably maybe 15 beers and had like two cigars all in one sitting. Uh, that was one of our, our fondest memories. That, I thought that like was a house. normal podcast for you guys. Yeah, right. <laughs> dude, <laughs> we go back to our olden days, dude. If you go back to like, like pods, like one through like. 30. You guys bro, were, we're wasted. Absolutely <laughs> murdered, bro. You guys drinking. wouldn't drink anything under 5% or something we like that. Drink like... Anything other 5%. And not only would we do that, we would have share beers. We're drinking full cans by ourselves the whole time. Like yeah. you would yeah. pouring them like, in hey, your cups and having hey, testers. We're gonna do we're gonna do this beer, this beer, this beer. Okay, so that means we're getting six beers. <laughs> like like we're all drink like we're all drinking these and they're all like you know 6.8 8.5 10% like it's dude we we've wised up uh last couple of episodes Paul hasn't even taken a pee break you know we're we're keeping it under under an hour and a half it's been I really mean not saying his pee break matters because they're like 30 seconds yeah true <laughs> that true. dude does not wash his hands no chance absolutely no chance uh but uh, to come back to it, you know, I met Paul super randomly. Um, I had, I've never met him in my life. I invite him on my property and he's one of my best friends. He's, he's a, he truly is an amazing dude. Um, does he have his quirks? Of course we do. Of course he does. We all do. I should say mm-hmm. we yeah. all have our, our, our quirks. Um, but I will say that I, I, I will say, and I'll, and I will totally eat my words if I'm incorrect, but I feel like myself and Stacy, who's one of the co-founders of Reload Rub, uh, we, uh, we were the ones who were like, dude, you gotta, you gotta get your face out there a little bit. Cause he was strictly just like drink plate Forearm. food. Like that was it. Drink plate Tattoos. food. 
that was it. Tat maybe you see a tattooed arm once in a while. Um, and and I mean, I'm terrible. It. It's okay. I'm I'm terrible with the same doing though I'm quite vigilant and humble. I don't show my face on there. Like besides through this podcast, like yeah. it's not. You don't want to scare the people, so I, I know you I want people it. to well, actually like, buy things. So I yeah, mean, yeah. I mean, compared to like you know. Spencer over there, who's just you know the face of everything, and I'm just know. a cheap bastard, dude. I just don't want to pay for <laughs> shit, dude. <laughs> but I will say, uh, here's here's a little marketing uh, nugget for you. Um, it it has been recorded that people will rather hear about your business from somebody else than actually you. So I think actually yeah. Austin might be actually onto something. And that's just because people are tired tired of being sold things. True, true. Well, I so mean, they'd rather like, hear from somebody they like think is cool or impressionable. Yeah, hundred percent. Who they vibe with, whatever. Influencers. Yeah, yeah no, and and like, never heard of honestly, it. like, if, if if I if I looked at all three brands from like an outsider perspective, I like Austin's brand because like I have no idea who the driving force is behind it. The way it could it's be set one up. person, like, it could be a hundred. It could be one person. It could be a hundred. He has really hot models on there. He has, um, you know, both. I'm not discriminating our sexes, both guys <laughs> and girls. I mean, I'm on there. We got to get you on there too, Spencer. Yeah, I've got one shirt. It's a pretty you dope do. shirt. It's got the grenade with the chopper. Yeah, the M67 grenade. Yeah, dude, yeah. That, that, that thing's pretty dope. It's got like the the tiniest bit of like vaporwave vibe in there because you got the gradient sunset but you got yeah. the chopper in there and the, but the sunset's actually a grenade it's very well thought i think that was graphic. that was one of the very first conversations i had with you was that shirt yeah yeah i saw it because i was i was scoping through your stuff and i was like oh yeah that's pretty cool that's pretty cool and then i saw that one i was like that one i want that one but there's actually another one i don't know if you even still have it uh it's something skelly um kind of skeleton on it all out kind of, of fucks to give. Oh, maybe that's the one. Maybe in a hammock or something tropical. Yep. Yeah, this, this one. All out of fucks. Is to that give. the one? Yeah. You're yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's my next one. You still have it up there? Yeah. Okay. Of course, very I do. nice. I'm on it. I, I'm on my third whiskey, guys. This is only going to go down from downhill. From that's here, okay. Guys. I mean, we're, we're excited about this. I'm I'm feeling. We, we know how it goes. You here. start slurring your words and. Start slurring a little bit, but I'm still there cognitively. So, like, that's the really most important part about yeah, all this. Especially when we get to the end of it, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait for the would you rather. That's going to be, you're going to get some weird shit. I just, I just hope you're good at editing. I don't oh, have to no, edit this. What are you talking about? These, just, these just go up, man. Like, yeah, we don't edit these. And we'll, we'll adjust, the, like, sound. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get that. There's, sound, like, minor but... stuff. Yeah. Like, oh, I, I mean, love, oh, there was. I love this. Was like going for it, you know. Unless somebody says something so outrageous. Oh no, you know, we we had to. Like, oh man, we're gonna like uh, we're gonna cut that guy. There was there was something recently that we had to cut out that was gonna fuck with my like security clearance. So now that Ooh. now that it doesn't matter. That's now now that it doesn't matter. Yeah, dude. Like I don't even know if you know this. Um, I had like an opportunity. Wait, to wait, go wait! Before you start, is this going to be another weird flex? Before you start? Yes, it is. I mean, okay, it is a okay. flex. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Carry on. I mean, doing? all right. No, I. 
for about two and a half years, I had been working with an agency to go work for them to do cybersecurity for them, but it was going to relocate me to DC. It was going to be an agency that I couldn't really talk about. And the podcast would probably have to stop at least on my end. And it was going to bounce me around all over the world, at least for the first three years within the position. And, um, there was someone who recently came on the podcast and said something that would have probably looked kind of weird on my security clearance. So like, I like stopped at the end and I'm like, dude, this got said, like, this can't be on the podcast. Like this looked really fucking bad. Mm-hmm. So Austin was fucking Ninja magic goes mm-hmm. on there and he takes down the podcast, <laughs> strips out the part, And I swear to God, like I listened to it like two or three times in the area. And it's like that part of the conversation conversation. I'm slurring my words too. never even (laughs) existed. Like it was, it was like vaporware. It was just fucking gone. I was just like, what? Dude, it's, uh, it's quite a, quite a beautiful thing when a a solid edit comes into play. Yeah. That's what happens when you, you just delete people's words. Yeah. uh, We, uh, we don't do. We literally on on potty mouth. We do zero editing. Like we we like link up. We link up the audio and we just let it ride. And that's that's exactly how every single podcast has gone out for us, except for that one. It was it was (laughs) one sentence that had to be removed because like it could have jeopardized. Dude, I am really sorry. It happens. It it happens. I could have jeopardized my fucking career, Um, but. I don't even know what I was going to say with that. Um, I don't know either. <laughs> I'm just going to drink. Uh, take over for a second. Austin. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Anyways, so on to, on to some trending too. news. <laughs> so camera did you watch two. UFC this weekend? What's that? Did you watch the fights? Uh, I did not watch them, but I did watch the recaps. Hell yeah! Again, again, I'm a, I'm a cheap motherfucker, right? So I'm not, I'm not paying for. It was like ninety dollars for it. Who Dude, it was, yeah, it was, it was like, bro, some of fuck. these, some of these, fuck. Let me tell you something, boy. Uh, <laughs> some some of these pay per view prices, absolutely outrageous. And I get oh, I it. People are people are willing to pay it. I'm just not that guy. I'll right, wait yeah. and I'll watch the replays, and then I'll get to know. If you think about it, if you boil everything down, uh, I'll just I'll just know maybe like a, you know, twelve hours later, and I'm okay with that. And you'll Dude, know the important parts. You, exactly. you know, as like as a sports fan, this is something that like I want to bring up with you because you and I watch a lot of sports. Austin has been like melded into sports by hanging out with me more. Yep. One of the weird things about UFC compared to any other professional sport that I've ever seen. These motherfuckers like hold on to the highlights. They like don't immediately release like the exact True. highlights of what happened. True. Whereas yeah. like in the NHL, MLB, NBA, NFL, you can live. see the highlights live, yeah. as it's fucking happening yeah. at halftime. Have you noticed yeah. that? Isn't that fucking weird? Yeah. Well, and, and again, it's because of pay-per-view. That's, that's because of, the whole reason why you don't get to see those things live, you know, like I'm, I'm a LA Dodgers fan and uh, same thing, right? Like 
I'll just like look at their Instagram and like, oh, five minutes ago, uh, Mookie Betts hit a home run. Great. Yeah. Yeah. You go to you go to UFC and you're like, dude, there's they're not giving out video highlights. They'll give you the actual results live. Yeah, they'll give they you will, the results. They will not. They will not give you the actual video, and because that's what I, everyone wants to see, right? That's that's the yeah, whole thing. Hundred percent. Everybody wants so, to see the guy who gets his arm broken in an arm bar. Everyone wants to see the guy get knocked out. Everyone wants to see the guy who gets choked out. Everyone wants to see all that shit. So that's why they withhold all that stuff. I'd probably say like, I mean. I could be bullshitting, but like a full 24 hours probably mm-hmm. before they oh, actually release those kind of at things. At least. I would say, I don't, again, I don't know, but I, yeah, uh, they definitely withhold those things because of the pay per view. I can be pulling that out of my ass, but I, I mean, it's all about money. It is. It's all it about money. Is. I mean, but I mean, I mean not, that, not that they're hurting for money or one anything. Of the best, exactly, but it's probably <laughs> one of the best run organizations as well. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. I mean Dana White. I mean, and all this. He's a they G. Just do a, he's a G. You yeah, can say what does. you want to say about Dana yeah, White. He's a, I think he's a straight up G, dude. I love him. Yeah, he I does. love him to death. He could be a dickhead. He could be a total dickhead in person, but I would still respect the guy for standing. Yeah, obviously knows everything. what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. Man, there's there's great footage of him back in the day where he first. I, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he bought the UFC. We're talking like in the 90s. And the only place he could actually put on an event was in like Las Vegas, I think. And then there was this part where him and his partners were like, there was this point where him and his partners were like, dude, this is it. Like, there's like, we've got to sell or we've got to dump. We've got to do something. And then just, I think it was like a, I'm totally pulling this out of my ass, but I think it was like a, an Ortiz Shamrock fight that just boom blew the doors wide open, and people were just all about the UFC like almost overnight. Um, yeah. I, I think a lot of things, a lot of other factors had to come in. Like, I think a, right. a couple other states were like, okay, well, actually, because there was literally a time where like you could only see a UFC fight in Vegas, like nowhere yeah. else. I mean, it's Vegas, so wild, right? Like, you think about <laughs> that, we're like, like, no, this shit is banned. You could not come in. You, you can't come in California. You can't come in Utah. You can't. You can't come in here and do this UFC bullshit. Um, it's so wild to think about. And, and now you see what the what it is real time. Where you're like, Dude, yeah. Now it's like, the biggest one of the biggest the, sports one of the biggest there. sports ever. It really is. It really is because it's a no bullshit sport. That's what it comes yeah. Down you, to, you can't I bullshit think. UFC. Like, how are you gonna bullshit getting punched in the face? I mean, like you could obviously. You can, you can I mean, this isn't kick, wrestling. Kick back. Right? This isn't this WWE. Isn't, well, you know? yeah, yeah, but you can like kick up the boxing <laughs> where it's like you know you're throwing fights. I don't think that's yeah. happening in the UFC. Um, no, no, I, I truly don't. Um, I think there's too much on the line um, with with UFC, but and I think they do a really good job of making sure everyone's playing by the rules. Yeah. I mean, granted, I'm sure there's some shady shit that goes on behind oh, the scenes, but just with any is. company, especially any company that big, of course there is. Um, one of our guests, her name's Bree, dude. One of my favorite guests, favorite guests we've had on, and she's yeah, the Timber Sports Trick. Yeah, she she's a cage fighter. Um, she was she strict. She used to be strictly in judo and jujitsu, and she just made her debut. Uh, she just made her debut into into MMA, and she fucking beat the shit out of some chick, dude. I couldn't, dude. I was like so pumped up for her because. Um, she's definitely older. I think she's 30. 
So like definitely older when you're talking about combat sports, um, mm -hmm. physical sports. Uh, but dude, she's just one of those girls who just like has zero fucking quit. And like, she's just going to go until she can't, she like physically can't go anymore. Cause her mind, she's so dialed in on her mind. She's like, you know, I just don't give a fuck. She literally does not give a fuck about anything. And uh, she finally got her debut in, uh, in mixed martial arts and uh, fucked this chick up, dude. She's shredded like cheese too. She makes, she makes Rob look like a little pansy. Dude, I've met a couple MMA chicks. Don't even want to fuck with them. No, not at all. Terrifying. He just wants no. to fuck them. <laughs> some of them, some of them, yes. Some, some of them, of them some sure of them are gonna fuck, fuck me. you. You're, yeah, I was you're like, not, I might get pegged. Like, Rob might like that. Luckily, I'm also very elusive and fast. So, oh my God. yeah, but once they get their hands on you, dude, it's over. That's over, and that's when I release. Ugh. Oh my God, dude! Release <laughs> ALY. You're doing Can you great. talk over there, Rob? Right there. You're, you're, doing, you're doing great, Rob. <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling that scotch, dude. What, okay, uh, so what scotch was it, by the way? Uh, I can never pronounce it. Well, just show it to the it's, camera. Um, <laughs> The Bal oh, Balvini. Balvini? Yeah, it's Balvini. Sounds about, sounds about right. Yeah. It's good stuff. They they make one like I personally like one of my favorite whiskeys is uh Angels this is and, a, um, this Angels is a really Envy. Good... What's oh, that? Angels, Monkey Angels Shoulder Envy is very good. Monkey, Monkey Shoulder, Shoulder is really good. Really good for a scotch. I'm not a huge scotch guy. It's a, it's a, it's a really sweet scotch. Yeah. This See, is so that's so what I like. I don't like smoky scotches. I like yeah, smoky scotches are sweet scotch. Yeah, my dick isn't big enough for uh, for smoky scotches, <laughs> dude. I just can't. You don't, come on, just get, a, a lag, um, just get some, what, the, what is it? The lav, lav, bleh, lag of what are you trying? Are you drunk? Are you, dude? Are, are you, you drunk, drunk or having a seizure? What's happening right now? <laughs> Both. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a party, right? <laughs> uh, what, what was the name of that that uh, whiskey again? Which one? Uh, the one I just showed is Monkey Shoulder. Yeah. Okay. Monkey Shoulder. I'll have to yeah. hit you up about it later because I'm gonna forget. Um, it's a it's no, a sweet it's, scotch. In the DMs. I'm not super into scotch, but like I had this at my buddy's house, who's obviously super into like a bunch of different crazy shit, and I had some that was like that is actually really good for a scotch um if, if you haven't fucked around with this yet i would definitely fuck around with that what was right. that high west yeah high west yeah high west is pretty big in uh like you Colorado drink and wyoming so shout out to cody his last name timberton um he sent us this for the podcast smoke wagon mm -hmm. dude this shit's like very thought after we'll just say that mm -hmm. hard to get your hands on a bottle and he fucking sent us one what a guy uh, what a guy do you drink yeah, any wild turkey spencer What's i don't it? i don't no i don't i don't do the wild turkey um not to say that i wouldn't turn down a glass of it uh mm -hmm. i just feel like there's there's a lot of other cool shit out there somebody yeah, just, ask, somebody ask him what... one of the jeffersons Got literally, and you can't see it 
because of the ring light and all this bullshit. But oh, yeah, I can see it. There's an actual picture of Jefferson on the back of it, which is pretty cool. Uh, it's a, uh, what do we got? 80, yeah, 82%. So it should be pretty smooth. Very small batch. Blend of straight bourbon with. Okay. Well, uh, well, since we're on the topic of alcohol, um, what about rum there, Spencer? <laughs> Zero fucking rum over there, my guy. <laughs> Yeah, Zero let's let's rum. talk about What's some of the, rum, the gay Spencer? shit. Let's talk huh? about some of the gay shit Austin drinks. Austin, <laughs> let's hear what you drink. Hey, I, what's wrong with rum? Okay, a what lot is of things. Funny is that is that Austin is still thinking about that time where I called him out on my podcast Always. Always. about being a rum <laughs> drinker. I've never yeah. met a legit <laughs> rum drinker where I'm like, this yeah, is him. Rum. Dude, that's there's a lot of things. Why he likes coconut Why? rum? He likes coconut. Oh, rum. How gay dude. is that? You definitely. I'm hoping by the time he hits 30, he'll like mature the fuck up or something. Wait, how old are you? He looks like he's 42, but 29. he's actually like 29. You're still in your 20s? Yep. Still in your 20s, Rob? No, no I'm Rob's 30. almost 40. I'm almost 40. <laughs> how old are you, Rob? I'm 39. Yeah. Me, damn, dude! I thought I was gonna be the grandpa of the bunch. No, I mean, it's Rob. You look older than <laughs> us, but no, definitely not. It's, Come on, it's because he has a kid. Talking about an actual beard <laughs> model. All right, how dare you say that? I mean, you're a beautiful <laughs> man, but I, I would say, I would say, side by side, people would think that you're older than me. For sure. No, you look very young, very young. Yeah, just wait until he leaves his face. It's yeah, terrible. see, I will never shave my face ever again. If I shave <laughs> my face ever again, it's going to be into a mustache. Yeah, dude, but let's do it for I March. Do that. Let's do it for yeah, March. Like I literally, I literally am contractually like obligated to have my beard now. <laughs> You're like, like, I mean, under, work. I'm Mate, yo, yo, do do a minor flex, man. Talk about some of the brands because you got Wrangler. I know is one of them. Who else? Wrangler, that that is true. Um, I've done stuff for Sierra Bullets. I've done stuff for Red Wing, Iris Setter. Uh, I'm currently doing stuff for Beard Club, where that's where I'm talking about the the beard. Be- like legit, I've already. You're like I have been, to keep it. <laughs> I've well, no, I have to. They literally pay me to have a beard, but I've been using their products forever, dude. They're top notch. I wouldn't fuck with anybody else. I remember, I remember trying to target brand like beard cream, dude. The amount of pimples that came through like through the beard like the like the almost like ingrown hair kind of type shit that comes mm-hmm. through terrible as soon as i switch over to beard club completely fucking different story um they're really really good shit um who else am i working with sister dale they're good shit uh reload reload they're they've i've been re- re- with reload i don't even consider them a client anymore. Say, they, have, more, they have some of the like best family. rubs, though. Like, I love their fucking seasonings. Their seasoning. Like, and again, if you're somebody who's watching your weight, trying to be healthy, whatever, that's great. They don't do any MSG. Like, there's barely any sugar in there, if, if at all. Um, do their stuff is so good. Like, people who, um, I think, unbeknownst to them i think some of their competitors are like was it uh flavor gods or something i've had flavor oh, yeah. gods Dude, it's he's fucking, not that good it's trash it's trash yeah. compared 
but they're really the, tight in the in the like the CrossFit community. But yeah. when you compare label to label, and you're looking at ingredients, well, I mean, honestly, like, like what's yeah, the honestly, Flavor God is just marketing. Like that's it's, all they it's have. Solely it's, it's, it's solely marketing. All it is solely marketing. Reload is a really like they're uh, you know shout out to Reload. <laughs> I will say this: I haven't said this to anybody else yet, but they're going to be one of our sponsors moving forward uh for our podcast uh they're (laughs) they're fantastic they really are i I love their seasonings and and i try to do this with every brand i work with i would be using their product i tell my i literally tell myself would you use this product regardless if the answer is yes then i would work with them if it's like am i just doing this just because eh, i'm good i I did that with a, a charcoal brand a charcoal brand reached out I'm just like, I'm good. Like, I'll just use this stuff over here. We're good. Yeah, like, I don't, need, I don't, I don't need to. <laughs> like, you, you say you seem very high maintenance, and you know, I'm good. You may have a great product, whatever, but I'm just, I'm good here. You know, like I, I, I truly try to uh, just work with brands that um, I would, I would use in my everyday life. Addicted Coffee. Another podcast sponsor on Canada. Yeah, that's CBD. actually who I was going to bring up next. The yeah. other Spencer. Yeah, the other Spencer. Invicta's great, dude. That podcast, dude. Is a he's only he's only four hours away from me. Him and I are supposed to like eventually link up to go hike and shit. Link up, man. Go go hike. Go shoot some content together, man. He's a yeah. really fucking great guy. He really is. Oh, dude. Uh, yeah, probably one of the better better Spencers I've ever met in my life. Oh yeah, definitely <laughs> better Spencer than you. Well, like, I mean, debatable. How dare you? But okay. But that's not hard to get better than him. Yeah. <laughs> now we're just attacking Spencer. Hang on. Wait. Wow. How, wow. how did this okay. switch? Right, it thanks, went guys. from attacking right, Austin <laughs> on rum to crucifying Spencer. I like. Well, we just we just gotta make rounds. Dog has their day here. Every dog. Yeah, has we gotta make day. rounds here. We we yeah, fucking I mean, were shitting on Rob super early. <laughs> And yeah. then we shifted over to Austin. Now we're now we're back in me. It's fine. I'm I'm, yeah. I'm fine with it. I can hey, I can dish it. I can take it. It's fine. But you He's know, but I will say, Spencer from Invicta is a great guy. And any of your listeners who have not drank the Kool Aid of Black Rifle Coffee, please go check out Invicta. They are top notch. Um, great dude. Great cause. Veteran owned business. Um, mm-hmm. Right out of Arizona, dude. They're they're good stuff, and the coffee is really fucking good. It's actually Sister Dale, really fucking good. Sister Dale, I, I got to be a part of this. Sister Dale and Invicta had a baby. They made an, a, a bourbon pecan blend coffee. So bro, so, so good. good. And again, yeah. like I know the whole influencer thing. Like, oh, this guy's just saying it. I don't make a fucking dime, bro. I don't make a dime saying that. It's so good. Go Dude, get it. I've, it's like the perfect fall winter beverage. I drink my coffee black and I drink that shit. It is fucking dimed up. Yeah, like I I actually just finished uh, a bag of that that one with the the bourbon and uh pecan. Pecan, yeah. So, so good. fucking good. And yeah. Paid full price, but uh, shout out Potty Mouth because that was yeah, hey, uh, code Potty that was Mouth. A discount. That was a discount <laughs> I used. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah do it. 
Yeah. I got my I got my shirt and I got uh I got two bags of coffee from them because yeah. me and Spencer bullshit a lot and sometimes like I'll, I'll tag him in content with like Ali or we'll do uh we've done a couple of cross promotions because like the thing I, I I I want his company to explode but the thing I like about Spencer is he's kind of like at the same level is save our six but he actually has a tangible product so like i want him to actually be able to push into the stratosphere because he literally has fucking coffee to offer whereas like i have merch right now and you know suicide awareness which is important but it's just like his mission is so cool he is such a fucking cool dude and i'm hoping that his stuff blows the fuck up for next year me too. Like I was one of his first content creators that ever got to work with him. And, uh, I mean, you just got to scroll through the page. You'll see my face very, very often, but, uh, you know, he's a great dude. We feel, we, uh, we record the podcast and then funny story that I, I don't, I can't even remember if I said this or not, but, um, I was hanging out with the family in a beach house in San Diego he happened to be in San Diego at the same time. We both drove down in separate cars to come here to record the podcast. And then we both left, <laughs> even though we were both in San Diego, it was like weird, weird San Diego thing. But then we hung out every day. Like, I think it was like two days after that, you know, every day after that, we hung out at some point during the day when we were both down there. And I'm telling you him. and Oh, I have oh. no idea what happened. We and Spencer's <laughs> he must push button or something. Um we'll have to remember this part because we might have to like edit a couple no. minutes out. He, he's back. What the fuck happened? What'd you do? You pushed a button. What'd you do? I literally didn't do anything. I didn't act like you have a podcast, man. Come on, jeez. Did didn't do a damn thing. Dude. I don't know. I saw Austin <laughs> fucking with stuff. You I did. Were in I was the like, fuck of, that guy. You were in the middle of, of talking about Spencer, and then he got tired of hearing it. Yeah, I was just and like, fuck that. I, think he I was like, fuck Spencer, but that is Spencer. <laughs> uh, so, all right, what do we so got next? You're, you're, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's move on to our next subject. I guess um, we're in trending news right now so we're gonna go on to we already covered the ufc fight let's yeah. talk about uh um last night something that i posted on my story was about um former's uh former denver broncos player demarius thomas uh dead at or dies at age 33 and uh due to seizures and this kind of hit home just because you know as an athlete playing hockey and, you know, getting blown up a few times in Iraq and Afghanistan, you know, I have a lot of respect for, for NFL players, especially and hockey players at the uh, professional level with how many head injuries they receive. You know, you're, you're constantly getting traumatic brain injuries, AKA TBI or um, CTE from constantly getting your, head bastion and the Denver Broncos are my favorite uh, football team. I I've been following them since the nineties and Demarius Thomas and Eric Decker were two of my favorite uh, wideouts that they had during their recent Super Bowl era. And I'll never forget 
because I was actually at the Super Bowl um, where they lost to the Seahawks. The Seahawks game plan, like according to like Sherman Thomas, was hit the receiver so fucking hard that they're scared to catch the ball. That was part of their game plan to just beat the shit out of uh, both uh, West Wel- well, all three of them, Wes Welker, um, Demarius Thomas, and uh, Eric Decker. And I remember Welker had to retire early because of concussions. Exactly. And uh, DT, Demarius Thomas, also retired kind of early. He, he retired, I think, last year or the year before. Um, and one of the things I was reading about the article was uh, seizures. And that's part of the reason why I have Allie is for, for seizures for my head injuries and shit. And um, it's just, it's crazy to me. The, the whole entire, like, it's, it's a saying, but it's also a reality. Not all wounds are visible. And I say that as a representative of 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 living it and seeing it where you have professional athletes that come back from you know playing years in a sport where they're getting their head fucking bashed in hundreds or thousands of times like what was it in that movie uh concussion they were saying like centers receive like a couple thousand blows to the head per season or something like that. It's something absurd. No, when and, I didn't see the movie, but I, I mean, you know, yeah. it sad, sadly sounds pretty accurate. Right. Yeah. And it's just, it's one of those things that like, you know, if you go to Demarius Thomas's uh, like Instagram page and it's crazy because like overnight that dude has like 30 or 40 new pages that didn't exist before. And I'm pretty sure he didn't have a check mark. So it's hard to, to find him because he got out of the NFL before like check marks were yeah. a thing a few years ago. And dude was either like in Tahiti or in the Bahamas shirtless in great shape at hot tubs, like chilling, having a good time. And you know, I guess his family was saying in the, the article, and I don't want to misspeak on this, you know, but they were saying that, you know, up until recently, like he had been having progressively more seizures and stuff. And, the, and that's how they found him was, you know, dead uh, due to seizure. And it's just one of those scary things that, you know, you can look at someone like him who was like a specimen of like this well-built athlete, young 33 years old is still fucking young and you know, he's no longer with us and it's just, it's fucking sad. And, you know, as an athlete and, you know, a coach, like I definitely wanted to bring it up to you because like, I I wanted to hear your thoughts on it as well. Yeah. um, I'll say, obviously, you know, this is, this is terrible. You, you, You never, you never want to hear or see things like this, especially at 33 years old, man. Like, dude, I'm 37. Like, that's, mm-hmm. it's like, this is, this is not right. It's not right. Yeah. Um, but I will say with football, there's this, this battering ram mentality that's been coached through in, throughout 
uh, a lot of programs where it's you're using your head as a weapon. Um, and, and I say this because uh, with rugby, you know, I'll channel it back here. So like rugby, if you try to tackle somebody using your head, guess where you're going? The hospital. The hospital. That's where, that's where you're going, you know. Uh, so you learn how to actually tackle. Okay. And I'm not, I'm not saying anything about DT. Okay. I'm just, uh, I'll get back to him, but the big picture where there's so much improper tackling going on in football, college, peewee, high school, professional, professionally, you see it the worst right now, where it's a lot of shoulder tackling, a lot of spearing, mm-hmm. um, and what a lot of helmet, helmet to helmet stuff. Yeah. Uh, it's it's really really unfortunate, and um, to see a guy like him who's literally thirty three, and I'm sure he's been struggling for this for a long time, or struggling with seizures for a long time. I'm I'm really really sure that's that's been happening for a long time. So, um, and to see it be the demise of him over something like that is just. It's it sucks. It really really sucks. Yeah. And so I, I I I had an opportunity to coach football a couple of years, and that was like was so much. I'm telling you, man, I had the best time ever coaching middle school football. That was like yeah, so much fun to me. Uh, it was flag. It was flag, but um, that was literally so much fun to me. But I've got kids who are now competing in tackle football. And all these other sports that they got introduced to through that program I ran. And the first thing I, I remember is this, uh, this mom I'm really tight with. She, was, she said, um, you know, he, and he's dominating in flag football. And he goes, yeah, he really wants to play tackle. And I was like, okay. I mean, like, that's cool. Like, if he's passionate about it, like, that's something he need, he wants to do. Like, you, you got to follow through with it. You got to let him go for it. And she's like, yeah, but like after his first concussion, I told him he's done, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, whatever. Like I had like three concussions before I ever played baseball. So like, okay, mm-hmm. I, I see where you're going with that, but like, whatever. But I said, I'm like, if you really want to fucking impress some people, when he goes to high school, because next year he's going to be a freshman in high school. I said, when you, if you really want to like put yourself on the radar in like a good way to the other coaches, be the mom Again, be the mom to roll up first day and be like, "Hey, I want to uh, I want to talk about what your coaching staff is teaching for tackling technique. If you want to blow their fucking mind, and if they're telling anything, if they're if they're preaching anything, and if you see anything in a practice where they're t- teaching kids to lead with their face mask, get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here." Because you don't need to be doing that. That's that bullshit strongman mentality where, oh, fucking face mask to chest. Yeah, that's why we have such a uh, pandemic, if you will, yeah, of, yeah. Uh, of concussions CTE. and head injuries and CTE and, and all the seizures and like all these fucking brain injuries. That's the reason why we have all that is because you've been teaching bullshit technique for so long. Again, in rugby, you don't see that shit. You lead with your head, you're going to the hospital, and you'll never do that in your again in your entire life. Um, again, 
going back to high school, it's like, if they're teaching anything like that, get the fuck out of there. Go to another program. Go to another program that is willing to treat their players like athletes and not just pieces of meat. Yeah. And actually on on the subject of like TBI and uh, CTE, I know that you you have a lot of respect for our First Amendment, Second Amendment, and our military. You know, your your co-host who I like I know we we're kind of joking on him earlier, but I love Paul and I don't even get to know him the way that you do. And part of the reason is because, you know, vet to vet. And one of the interesting things about like service in the military in the early two thousands versus, you know, present time or within like i would say 2007 and forward is you know my my first uh couple tours overseas or whatever i got blown up in theater a couple times and had pretty bad traumatic brain injuries it wasn't until like i think my first like two really bad ones were in like 2003 2004 it wasn't till 2007 after they did an NFL peer study review where they were discovering that like the impact that NFL players were having with, with uh, brain injuries correlated to our, you know, men and women overseas getting blown up and, you know, your head is just getting rocked by the concussion from the explosive. So it's one of those weird things that, that I'm trying to think of a way to articulate this, but it's due to like their suffering and the stuff that these professional athletes had to go through, they were able to discover that, um, you know, that CTE and TBIs can be found in both our, you know, soldiers and uh, airmen, Marines and seamen that are overseas getting hurt. And then also, like, I don't know if you guys noticed this on my story, like, one of the things that I noticed when I went through, like, I had to go through this program to, like, learn how to kind of, like, walk again, articulate myself, and uh, get my balance back. That way, like, they were convinced after my third one, like, I wasn't going to be able to walk right. I was never going to be able to play hockey again. I definitely wouldn't be able to run. There was a lot of things that, like, were super fucked up with me. Like, I would walk. And I would just collapse sometimes. And, you know, I, I'd bleed God from damn, my nose. I'd, I had I'd no bleed. idea. Yeah, yeah, man. That's part of the reason why I got Allie, man. And it, and it goes back to, like, what I was saying on my post last night. You look at me and, you know, like, I'm an average-looking dude. Like, you don't see anything wrong with me physically. But, um, and that kind of goes back to the whole DT thing. And it goes back to a lot of people that experience these these catastrophic head injuries you don't see it on the outside because these people look normal and that's why like when i did that post last night one of the things i said you know tbis and cte excuse me cte are found you know amongst professional athletes soldiers and people in um I can't remember the exact word I use, but like tragic uh, accidents, because one of the one of the common people uh, that would come into our courses when I was going through like uh, brain injury rehabilitation was I don't think I've ever even actually talked about this on the podcast was uh, 
we had a lot of people that came in that just got in really bad car wrecks where like a vehicle flipped or, you know, they were hit head on mm -hmm. and, you know, I'm trying to think of a way to say this properly, but, you know, coming from an athletic background and a military background, I've always been in like pretty decent shape and to like be so lopsided on your balance and your ability to walk. And then you have someone else come in who, you know, got hit by a car and, you know, had this catastrophic injury to their brain as well. And just watching like the baby steps that that person has to take to like rehabilitate themselves. It's, it's a lot. And it's, it's frustrating at times because like, you know, like I've had people come up to me and like flat out tell me like, why do you need a service dog? And I'm like, fuck you, dude. Like you have no idea. And then like, you know, you look at people like DT and it's just fucking sad because everyone thinks that like he's a retired NFL player and you know, he's got all this to offer and I don't know, like it just it well, struck a chord uh, and then like, go ahead. Sorry. No, no. I, um, I, I just wanted to interject and say one, the person who asked why you need a service dog, go fuck yourself. You don't need a reason <laughs> to have that. You know, you, there's a reason why you have it and you probably don't know. You probably don't want to know the reason why you have that. Um, and two, the thing with DT is like, I, I was talking about this with my wife the other day when we found out about DT. And you know, again, thirty-three years old, had a, I mean, not Hall of Fame career, but a, a, I would. He has I a Super Bowl ring. It, he has I, a Super Bowl so, ring. So what I would say is a successful career in the NFL. Mm -hmm. And then, boom, lights are out, you know? And so yeah. it's it's so interesting to see that because we always, again, social media, right? Mm -hmm. It's a highlight reel. Everything's a highlight reel. We're always showing the best. I appreciate the accounts that show the worst um, along with the best. Um, and it's it's that thing where you, you never, you would never have known that he was struggling with those things. Uh, and then one day it's, it's over, you know, and I, I would just, I would honestly, I guess the, what, what I'm trying to say is that for anybody listening to this podcast, I would, I would strongly urge uh, to check your ego. And if you need help in some way, some capacity, go find it talk to these guys talk to me i don't know how much help i would be but talk to somebody uh about about seeking help because again i'm not yeah. a veteran i'm a strong supporter hmm. of, of i think our, uh, of our veterans in america and mm -hmm. everything that we stand for um but it's you know call pulling the plug on yourself is, is definitely not the answer. I'm not saying that was about DT, but I'm right. just thinking. No, like, no, no, no. Pick, but I mean, that, that was, yeah, no, that's definitely yeah. something that's huge in, in our community. And oh, that's yeah. why companies like mine and Austin exist. Mm -hmm. I, I think most of it, like you said, Spencer is the ego thing. Um, I think a lot of people is the ego and they're just too scared to ask for help. And it's a lot of it's, they don't want to be a burden. Like, and the know, only thing I want to add is like, 
everyone hear this. We are not saying this about Demaryius Thomas. We're no, we're, no, no. We're yeah, saying no. in general, like okay, yeah, no, yeah. This is just in general saying. about just it, people, uh, it, like especially like veterans, like the same vein. It really, yeah, yeah, really yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you see this lifestyle that people are living, and it's not the reality of what they're actually no, not going at all. through. Exactly. exactly. No, I mean, and, then, and that's why you see that happen all the time. Where you know it's super unfortunate where you know, somebody takes their own life and then so many people are like, I had no fucking idea. Yeah. Right. I had no, I, I, I had no idea. They were, oh man, this, this video that I'm about to describe holds this place in my heart, man. It really does. It makes me emotional, but it is basically showing comedians who have taken their own life, whether it was, mm-hmm truly taking their own life or ODing on something. Right. Which, which is still you know, a form of... Again, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's why I'm linking yeah. it together. It's like, it's just another... It's just a different way. A different it. avenue, yeah. Exactly. Different avenue. But they're all, like, the happiest. They're the happiest yeah. comedi- uh, comedians you ever saw. Like, Robin Williams, Chris Farley. Yeah. yeah like, Chris those guys, Ryan. like, the most, the most joyous... Yeah, comedians oh, yeah. ever who are just so fun. You see them around, like you see them, and you're like, "God damn!" Like those guys look like so much fun to be around, but in reality, they're, they're dying inside. You know what I mean? Oh, they're yeah. dying. They're struggling so hard. Um, and so that's that's I guess the the nail that we're trying to drive through here is that. Not every, not everything seems like it, it like, every, not everything you see seems like what is actually going on. You know what I mean? There's yeah. a lot of shit going on. And again, social I mean, media, good thing, bad thing, right? It's a good thing. You can connect mm-hmm. with a lot of people. Bad thing. It's just the fucking highlight reels. And you think somebody else has got a better life than you. And in reality, they're struggling just as much as you are or even oh, worse. Yeah. Well, I mean, know? speaking of like, speaking of like the veteran community, like um, Rory, um, last year, or not, not yeah, last year, um, when Rory was going through, like nobody saw, everybody saw the highlight reel. You know what I'm talking about, Rob? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm yeah. really good friends with his photographer. Yeah, so like, and all he showed was the good things. Like you wouldn't, you know, that's because, like you said, it's a highlight reel. No one shows they're struggling on Instagram. They show because they all think these, they think like, nobody wants to see that. They, yeah, they think right. that nobody wants yeah. to see that. But in reality. People do. I, I truly 100%. Like people do want to see that. Because they want to help. I try to save all the fails to, you know, the stories and stuff. I don't need to post all everything. But, like, you know, right. I, if, it's a, if it's a good fail, I'll throw it up on the story, you know. Like, I think people need to start trying to not be so perfect on social media. And this is coming from a guy who makes a fucking living off of social media, you know. And, <laughs> be perfect. Yeah, I know. It, it, people need to stop worrying about being so perfect just in general like take yeah. take social media out of it and i'm and i'm preaching right now to myself like, right. stop trying to be so perfect it's so yeah. hard but but unfortunately yet, that's and that's so ingrained media. it's so ingrained though yeah. um, whether it was yeah. you know a parent that didn't do their job right or a coach or a this or that or it's social media um, and a lot of it, and a lot of it is fear of backlash, because there's always going to be those trolls. Yeah. There's always going to be those trolls out there that are going to have negative comments and 
you're going to say negative shit if you put something out there that they don't like. And that's what a lot of them, you know, they fear is they don't want the, you know, negative comments. Yeah. Uh, no, speaking of that, I uh, actually, um, there, I can't remember the account that posted it. it. It was a nice video of an older gentleman getting a Rolex from a son. His son bought uh, his dad the Rolex uh, because his dad always said the greatest sign of success was to have a Rolex. Mm-hmm. And I commented, I'm like, hey, this is a great video, but to say that an object, aka the Rolex, is your sign of success, eh, I don't, I'm not into it. Success you know? is relative. Success is relative mm-hmm. and success is super subjective. Yeah, yeah I think absolutely. for me, subjective, or I'm sorry, for me, success is like, are you a good dad? Are you a good spouse? Are you a good person? Are you treating people the right way or the way they should be treated? Like, those are signs of success for me and that's right. why i was trying to you know purvey uh i ended up deleting my comment i mean i got a, actually got like a handful of follows from it it got like 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 almost a thousand times uh, but i ended up deleting because there's a lot of people who are just like oh you fucking fucking dickhead white supremacist fucking right and there's always guy. gonna be I'm those like, people i'm like i'm like guys like i'm like i get the video like i get it but like i also i'm like also think about the fact that he's putting so much so much weight on an object to be yeah. successful but people don't yeah. like that you know no well, yeah and that leads me into this whole conversation kind of leads me into uh two other topics and one is is a question for you especially for like your followers and listeners and i don't know if you guys touch on this much in pot, potty mouth but our listeners do enjoy this part of the podcast. And I would ask, you know, what, what are some key things that you've done over the past like year and a half that have been good, like mental health checkpoints to help you, you know, stay after it, stay after being a good father, uh, a good husband, um, you know, keep yourself, I guess, mentally strong that way, you know, if there's someone out there who maybe has the same similar type of grind as you, they can maybe take some tidbits of advice to like, you know, lots of whiskey out. and red meat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Eat meat. Next question. Eat meat. Uh, <laughs> Go carnivore diet, right? Is that no, 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 <laughs> um, no. It's actually a really good question. Um, one of the things, and again, we just talked about it 30 seconds ago is, uh, you know, Checking, basically, what I'm getting to is like checking your ego. Check your ego. If you feel like you're doing all the right things, but all these people are still disliking you, or uh, or just things aren't working out in a professional or a personal relationships, you're probably doing something. You're probably doing something wrong. And I'll be the first one to admit. I am not for everybody. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I will be the first one to admit that I am not for everybody and that's okay. So there's two things that I would really like to touch on is one, checking your ego, being okay with failure. You know, that's, that's part of checking your ego. You're never going to be perfect. You're never always going to be right. Check the ego. 
when you need to recalibrate and adapt, do it. Be honest with yourself. Um, and the other one is honestly, you're not going to be for everybody. You know, yeah. if you truly deep down inside feel like you're a good person and you're doing the right things and, and you want to, you want to see people be free to make their own decisions, uh, and live their damn lives. Be okay with the fact that not everyone's going to want to swallow that pill, you know? Uh, that's really the biggest, the two biggest things that I can, that I could send to your listeners. Okay. And then one other thing that I don't even think I've ever told Austin this, um, and I'm a little bit buzzed, so I'll just fucking say it. Um, there was a couple times, you know, last year where I was going through some shit and, you know, Austin was there for me a lot. But there was a couple times that like I, I DM'd you and it was in between like one of my like really bad breakups and just had questions for you. And the fact that like, you know, in my mind, I'm like, this dude's way too busy to talk to me about shit. Like he's got, you know, a newborn son. Uh, he's got his business. He's trying to run. He's doing social media stuff. He's got his podcast. But you and or Paul, like I do want to shout out Paul, but, um, you know, you and I had some pretty, uh, in my opinion, they were, they were deep conversations, at least for me. And I don't know, man, Spencer, like, even though we have never physically met, like I, I value our friendship because there's been a couple of times where I've actually been in a dark place and I reached out to you in DMs just to bullshit with you about stuff. And you actually like brightened up my day, man. So like, I appreciate the fuck out of you. And I'm like really happy that you actually got to come on our podcast. So for what that's Dude, worth, that, I just. Yeah, no, that, that means a lot to me, man. And and I've always been the person, no matter, no matter what, dude. Um, I mean, I, I feel like you gotta be pretty dense to, to not know someone's asking for help, whether it's just, just to have a conversation um, or just to, you know, just to bullshit. Uh, I'm always there to bullshit. I'm always there to have a conversation about everything. That's always, that's as soon as Instagram took off for me, that's, that's always the way I've been is to always try to be there. Unless you're a fucking straight up creeper or weirdo, you know, I, and I, like I got a pretty good radar for that. Um, which reminds me, Rob, I'm about to block you after this podcast. But anyway, um, no, uh, he's just jealous of I'm your beard. Always there. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm super jealous of your beard. Um, always there for people um, to ask questions, to just bullshit. I, I, I don't know. Maybe that's maybe that's my my weird kink or whatever you want to call it. Is like I really do enjoy like people reaching out and like I I enjoy conversation. I love talking. Obviously, I've talked more than probably both of you this entire podcast. <laughs> But that's just the way that's I am. That's the point. You're like, our guest. Yeah. No, I get it. I mean, it's not like you have a podcast or something. It's not like I've got anything else to do, you know? It's fine. You don't, so that's okay. <laughs> no, but um, what, again, going back to your original topic, dude, I, I really do appreciate that. And um, I'm never one to ever shy away from any kind of a conversation, whether it be an easy one or a hard one. Um, I'll always that's just the way I am. That was the way I guess you can say that's the way I was 
I was brought up. You just talk. Yeah. Talk it out, dude. You never know. You never know what anyone no. else is going through, you know, and, and just a simple, a simple conversation that maybe doesn't have a lot of weight to you, you know, doesn't carry a lot of weight to you, doesn't add up to a lot to you per se. It could, it could mean the world to somebody else just to, just to sit there and talk, you know, and, and again, I guess maybe subliminally, like that's another reason why we started the podcast because it's just a way for us to just let it go, you know, mm. just go for it. Yeah. Now there's, there's people that have, um, that have reached out to us and said that, you know, that they, they get upset at us when like we skip a week or something like that. Or, um, <laughs> like there's, there's a couple of people that actually said that they like, listen, dude, like, I can't say shit that doesn't sound like a flex. I feel weird saying this at this point. <laughs> like, like, you made him. I'm you not, made I'm him not so trying, I, I know I made him. I'm training. I'm training. I know. You. Like training you're, you're re brainwashing me. No, but there's like, <laughs> there's been people that have seriously reached out to me and actually said, Hey, like, I like listening to your guys' topics. And I'm like, <laughs> sounds so fucking weird saying this. I'm, I'm saying about like, time. Some brains down his ego. <laughs> yeah, um, I like listening to your voice, Rob, because it's it's, it's very flex, soothing, no. and it's something that I like to listen to before I go to bed or whatever. And I'm like, so wait, my podcast puts you to sleep? And they're like, they no, 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 Rob not like that. <laughs> but yeah. I get, I guess, uh, no, it's my... good, man. Take take that, take that as a fucking great compliment, dude. If people are willing to, uh, that's the way I I think about it. You know, I I religiously check our anchor to see all of our analytics oh, and yeah. everything. Yeah, yeah, and absolutely. It's, it's it's super it's super interesting for me to like see like oh wow like someone in South Africa like, is listening. ten download like <laughs> oh, well, that too but like you know like oh like we just got ten downloads right now I'm like what time is it yeah. oh it's like at eight o'clock in the morning or it's five o'clock in the afternoon or whatever it is yeah. like yeah. people decide and that's the great thing about podcasts people there's so many podcasts to choose from in this world so many like literally there's probably the number actually probably doesn't exist that how many podcasts are out there right but yeah people choose you yeah mouth or they choose xyz they choose all those different ones because for some reason we make them feel in a a very non-gay way warm and fuzzy they, yeah, they want yeah. to either end their day, begin their day, lunch break their day. Like they want some, there's something about what we're talking about. And there's a lot of bullshit that we do, you know, a lot of, a lot of shenanigans, but at the end of the day, we're just a couple dudes fucking around with some microphones talking and saying the things that they wish they could talk about. And that's what it's all about. To me, Absolutely. it is at least. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. And with that being said, I think we should uh, we should change gears here and stop being super are, are, emotional. Are you, are you ready for this, Spencer? Yeah. Uh, can I get some tissues we, real quick? I'm so emotional. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into we'll get into some ATI. Awesome. All right, I'm excited. Hit us off. Hit us this, off. This, this, is your, this is your favorite part, Spencer. Yes, I'm excited. I'm excited. Okay. So if there's any adults listening to this, just turn out now. Any moms. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. First question. Would you rather have sex with a blind person or a deaf person? Blind. Why? 
Dude, have you ever heard deaf deaf people talk? <laughs> Honestly, I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> right, dude. I, I'm not gonna impersonate because that's gonna be very come disrespectful. Come on, come on. Let's see it. No, no. Let's hear it, Spencer. I'll, you know what? I'm gonna leave that to Paul's podcast. But I would, I would much rather have a blind one, for sure. But then they won't know how beautiful you are. Oh, well, that's fine. I can tell. Them. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Rob? What do you got? What do you got, Andrew? What do you, uh, Andrew? Austin, I'm not Andrew. I don't know where Andrew came from. Austin, <laughs> Rob, what do you got? Uh, I was gonna go say, I was gonna go deaf too. I'm, I'm going blind because I want to hear the noises that the deaf person's gonna make. <laughs> So you're going, you're going deaf is what you want to go. Okay. Great. Yeah. 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 All right. Let's go. I don't, don't want to hear, I don't want to hear any of that. I don't, I'm good. <laughs> Would you uh, rather live a life as is or a billionaire, but you have to blow one dude every day? <laughs> I'll take my life as it is. No question. I got a no, great fucking I'm... life, dude. I'm not sucking any dick. Austin, what do you got? I know you're sucking dick over there. I mean, I've already answered oh. this question. Well, on this podcast, but yeah, you're for a billion dick. dollars. For a billion dollars, that's a lot of fucking dude, money. Austin is like oh, in the closet, dude. gay. Yeah, his, you said, his wife. You said once every day. Yes, just once. Not a for chance. a billion dollars. Zero. No, I'm good. I know that's a lot of money. I'm gonna I'm gonna pass too. I'm gonna just keep it the way it is. Life is actually really good. I don't remember what my answer was a while ago, but I've actually <laughs> had an increase in salary. I'm doing pretty I good. Hope it, <laughs> I hope it changed because good God, blowing a dude every day just to have a good I know that's what I was thinking too. That's a lot. I think my that's question last time was like to, to completion, I think was my question. <laughs> <laughs> Like, do I just have to like put in my the first ninety nine percent of the last month? I want to know. According to Austin, it doesn't matter. No, Austin doesn't give a fuck, dude. He'll take a dick. Yeah, but if you're blowing alone, hey, give that kid some Caribbean rum. He's blowing dudes all day. (laughs) Yeah, Austin, what's your what's your go to rum? There, well, I like there. I have a couple, so there's one that's like a it's a Hawaiian like rum that's like a Hawaiian coconut rum, and it's actually like 80 proof. Okay, and then <laughs> I, mean, flex, I, like, but... I mean, I like Malibu, but I like the basic, oh basic white God. bitch. Shit. Of course, you like Malibu. I mean, I like the basic white bitch. Shit. Uh, what is it, Sailor, uh, Sailor Jerry? Is that? Is that a, that's a rum, yeah, right? That's, that's, that's a, a rum, yeah. That's a spiced rum, yeah. Oh, too, I'm sorry, spice. Too, too spicy spice. for him. No, the spice rum's not bad. <laughs> what? Come on, it's all the same. Come on. It is not all the same. Wow. Okay. All right, here we go. Moving along here, Rob. All right, next question, okay. Austin. What do you got? Would you rather shit yourself every time you have an orgasm or get a boner every time you talk to a guy? 
<laughs> I mean, sometimes taking a shit is somewhat orgasmic, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go one, number one. Yeah, that's, that's a lot. Of Every time I'm busting out or shitting, you have sex with your wife and or shit. Your poor time. wife. <laughs> yeah. Your poor wife. I mean, I, I'm just gonna tell her straight up, like, "Hey, I'll I'll fuck you, but I'll wear a diaper and I'll just cut a hole in the front, and then we're fine, right?" <laughs> like right i mean like i'm not gonna shit everywhere i'll just wear a diaper but maybe she's got like a weird kink that falls in line with that you never know <laughs> but like having a boner every time i talk to a dude like that would get weird real uh, fast you can always make up excuses though it's true you know under my mind is that it's like true. it's easy to make excuses up. like oh sorry Actual. i was thinking about you know this and this you know I'm yeah. I'm sticking to my I'm sticking here. I just don't want to have to clean up shit every time. That does not sound like a fun time. Wear yeah. a fucking diaper and cut a hole in the front. That's what I'm telling you, bud. <laughs> See, this is my first the problem. The, the problem is one of us isn't married over here, so I still have like this random sex life. Yeah. Like shitting my stuff every time I bust a nut with a new you girl. Single forever. Awkward. <laughs> so I'm going with boners and like uh just like tucking them in the waistband, I guess. Yeah, or you make excuses, you know. Yeah, yeah. I'm doing boners. Right, so we got okay, hit me with another one. one. All right, this should be the I think this is the last one. Last one. Where all right, would you rather <laughs> Would you rather unwrap a dildo in front of your parents or accidentally have your sex tape played on the TV on Christmas? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I have performance anxiety, so I'm going to say dildo. <laughs> um, I'm going to have to go, go with dildo. If I, it, dude, imagine getting your sex tape revealed in front of people. And they're just treating oh, it as like your parents, not just your parents. Your whole family on Christmas. Yeah, dude. No, I, I get it. I get it. But like, <laughs> if someone's drawing like X and X's and O's while I'm fucking somebody, <laughs> I'm gonna have a big problem with that. So uh, I'm gonna go dildo and I'll be like, "Hey guys, times have changed. You know, what do you want me to do here? I'm gonna go dildo." What about you, Austin? I was just going to dildo, and then you can just say it's like a gag gift. Yeah, I think this... Some of these are so dramatic one way that, like, it's just too easy to, like, just like, fuck it, this is the lesser of evils. Definitely dildo. <laughs> yeah. Well, all of them are. There's never a good answer. <laughs> right? <laughs> There's never yeah. a good answer. Well, I mean, that's that's pretty much that's pretty much our show. Um, when it comes to um, to the the content that we're trying to put out, the last part that we like to do though is we want to give you the opportunity to plug anything that you got coming up or any last shout outs that you want to do. Um, what do you got, Spencer? Is there anything you want to plug before you get out of here? I got go check out our podcast. Go check out Send Butter. Don't need to follow me. Please go follow the brands. Um, <laughs> This has been a, a a really fucking good time hanging out with you boys, um, and I'd love to do it again one of these days. Oh yeah, yeah. For hopefully sure. we can do it in person. Uh, when we when we end the podcast, stick around for a sec because we got to talk to you outside of this. But uh, other than that, Austin, do you got anything you want to plug before we close out? Nope, I think we're good. 
Okay. The only thing that I want to plug in is on behalf of both Austin and uh, myself for Vigilant and Humble and Save Our Six. Uh, as the year is coming to an end and Thanksgiving just passed, I want to say a special thank you to all of our supporters, whether it's been through podcasts, through challenges that we've done, merchandise that has been sold, support of either of our brands, or just support in our personal lives. Um, we greatly appreciate you guys. And I think it's it's very humbling to like get the experience to have someone on like Spencer, like both, you know, Austin and I look up to you. We consider you a friend and we look forward to having Paul on hopefully sometime in 2022. And uh, other than that, like I'm going to close this out. So this was episode 42 fight like hell podcast with a little bit of potty mouth. Peace. <laughs>